traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I always go by the, the philosophy of, you know, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? <laughs> so, so me coming in doing wholesale changes, well, I need to figure out what works first. Yeah. You know, what's worked to get you to this point first, you mm-hmm. know, and then and then go from there. But yeah, you definitely got to have that trust and build that trust and have uh, before you can really just start taking the sledgehammer to everything. Yeah. Because you know? like I said, you're just going to have people just angry and upset, and then you got a company, but you ain't got nobody staff trucks. You are listening to the Success Leaves Clues podcast, where we're having conversations with regular people doing outstanding and legacy changing things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. If you're looking for the blueprint to help you make less mistakes on your journey to freedom and ultimate purpose, then this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Dr. K. Dr. K. I have with me today, Sydney Lucas, the owner of 360 Home Inspections. <laughs> it's, it's been a little while trying to get this together. It has, man. Um, you know, schedules, uh, both busy. Um, we we had it nailed down, and then my wife saw it in the, in the schedule, and she yeah. says, well, I already have plans that evening. So then we moved it, and then we moved it again because she said it was okay. And yeah. then you had some meetings, yep. and then uh, going out of town, yeah. and then uh, here we are. Yeah, well, that's all right. Wife trumps everything. That's right. So, that's, that's right. That's the so. boss. <laughs> but, um, that's, I mean, it's a good thing um, not to cancel the show, but I kind of like right. that because if, if you weren't somebody so successful, an entrepreneur – I mean, that's the reason I want to interview you. That's the reason we want to have this conversation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's what happens, right? Yeah. And I appreciate I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, this is exciting. You know, uh, we started doing our own podcast. So it's, it's cool being able to come on other people's podcasts. You know, yeah. it makes me feel important, right? Yeah. Um, and seeing different setups and whatnot. And just being able to talk about this kind of thing. You know, um, I think the concept of your podcast is is really cool, you yeah. know, um, because you're, you're right. It, it does leave clues. You just don't wake up one day and you're successful. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's a lot that goes into it. And. Uh, you know, I've, I've read a quote not too long ago, and it said, um, you you can't imagine or you struggle with making $20,000 a month mm-hmm. until you surround yourself with people who can make 20000 in a day. Absolutely. And it changes your perspective, right? Uh, yeah. And But it just doesn't happen, 
right? Mm-hmm. You got to change your mindset, and that's part of those, those those clues that you leave. So, so just the concept of this, and and I've really get excited talking about uh, business and and mm-hmm. marketing and entrepreneurship, and and yeah. you know, because it's just a different animal. You know, yeah. so so definitely appreciate you having me on. Yeah, but you you kicked it off um, already strong. Yeah. Talking and and I, I'm looking at how you're talking about who you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. because if you're surrounding yourself with people like you said, who may be uh, making a lot less than twenty thousand dollars a month, or sometimes even a year, mm-hmm. then that number can seem astronomical. Yeah, and just by being around a different set of people, it just completely opens you up to uh, to something new and what's possible. Absolutely. Um, and and part of, I think we all grow up and we all go through school and we all start, you know, our jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think it's not a secret that the natural tendency of people is to be negative, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes when you're surrounded by the constant, and sometimes it's family, sometimes it's friends, sometimes yeah. it's just coworkers, sometimes it's, it's just people that you don't even know. Right. Right. Uh, but what, what happens is, is the, the more successful or the more you put into yourself, the louder those people become. Right. So it's really easy Mm -hmm. to get bogged down in that mindset. Like, you know, this, this is it, this is where I've peaked, but you've got to be able to separate yourself from those people and surround yourself with people that think mm-hmm. either like you or think where you want to be. Yeah. And once you surround yourself with people that that think like that and you realize, you know what, not not everybody's negative, right? Yeah. Not everybody's angry, you know. Uh-huh. Um you really start unlocking some doors and unlocking some potential to be able to elevate where you want to be. So yeah, surrounding yourself with the right people is 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 one of the you know biggest keys to success, but it's also one of the challenging things because you got to cut bait sometimes. You know, you got to mm. cut some people loose. Yeah, uh, those those negative that, that, people. That can be hard to do. I mean, it sounds it sounds easy enough, right? So right. You, know, you know, these people are toxic or right. they're you know not good for you or where you want to be. Right. But um, like you said, sometimes they can be family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, family, close friends, people you've known all your life. Yeah. You know, but they're they're holding you back. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, part of business, you know, part of success is learning how to have those difficult conversations, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as a business owner, I've, I've learned um, to, I won't say I've learned, it's a learning process to, to well, at least learn to anticipate that those conversations are going to happen. So, okay. uh, so, you know, family and friends and people you've been connected with for a long time, there's there's a hard conversation, hard, even harder, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm not saying it's the right way, but you, you may have to go the office space approach where it's, you know, well, <laughs> we want to, we want to, we need to fire this guy. Yeah. Well, we stopped his pay. We'll let it work itself out, you yeah. know? Um, so sometimes you just got to do that, you know? Yeah. You, you start dialing back your communication and whatnot, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's not fun. You know, yeah. um, after a while, you know, they're, they're, you may have those questions like, hey, man, you know, you don't call anymore. You know, we don't yeah. hang out anymore. You know, what's up? So, I, n- I noticed, too, that it's a lot harder to have somebody else change to be how you are yeah. rather than just like you said, changing your circle, your environment. Yeah. So if you change your environment and those people that you may have to cut off, sometimes that they'll see the change in you yeah. and they'll decide, OK, well, you know, they will. They have to want it for themselves, basically. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You have to want it for yourself. Yeah. Um, because when you look around and 
it's exhausting trying to explain to people why you've changed, mm. why your mentality's changed. Yeah. Uh, it's because they just don't get it, right? And it's one of those situations that unless you're in it, it's hard to understand. Yeah. And even though something as, as simple as, hey, I just want to be successful, right? Mm. Um, it's, it can be complicated. You know, uh, because there's a lot involved in that. And so when you're talking to other people uh, and trying to explain to them that it's exhausting, you know, I'm sure we've all done it, you know, like, no, it's not that I don't want to hang out, but I got all this other stuff I need to do. Right. And it's, and it's just like when you have kids, right. You got friends that don't have kids. Yeah. And like, we don't hang out anymore. Well, I got kids now. We'll get a babysitter. It's not always that easy. Baseball games to go to. Right. So sometimes not that I don't have enough time. It's just that the time I have, Mm-hmm. Um, for those things are occupied by someplace else, right? Yeah. And sometimes you're lucky enough to have uh, a family or friends or, or those people that that root for you. Mm-hmm. They're they're encouraging you. Yeah. But sometimes, like I said, it's it's you know why why don't we hang out anymore? And yeah. and you still got to have those conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. So that that's the hard part. But some some of the joys and the, and the good parts of entrepreneurship and business is you know being able to see and help other people grow, yep. you know, and your business is phenomenal, man. Um, Thanks. I don't know another home inspector that I ever want to work with unless, <laughs> unless well, company, because yeah. not only yourself, you know, you're, you're good at what you do, mm. but you've been able to hire right mm. and have the right team and people who are just as talented as you. Yeah. And um, you, you pour and nurture into them and other people. I see yeah. you teach classes and things like that. Yeah. And for anybody uh, <laughs> listening, uh, I paid Kevin some money to say that before we got started. But, um, but you know, and, and some of that is luck. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when, when I was just, when it was just me, uh, I started off doing this of like, you know what, I just want to do home inspections, right? Yeah. So we me, I need to do five, five a week. It's all I need to do to make what I was making before, okay. you know, when I was working for the man, right? All right. Uh, and then five turned into 12 real quick. And, mm. and, and, it's like, man, I'm just tired, right? Yeah. So, which we all know, well, anybody who's been in business for themselves know that that first couple of years, if not longer, it's it's to be successful, it's six, seven days a week, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in that that routine. And then I was like, you know, it's, it's time to hire somebody. I never thought about hiring somebody. Okay. But, you know, so my goals changed. Um, and that's another important lesson to learn is that your goals are going to change. You yeah. know, where, where you think you want to be in five years, yeah, you know. That's that's a soft soft goal, soft right? Goal, yeah, because yeah. uh, it's going to change. So uh, I got fortunate enough to link up with Gordon, and Gordon was retiring, early retirement from the insurance industry. We did uh, complex claims and things like that. Mm-hmm. So he had field experience. You know, he's the one dealing with contractors and things yeah. like that. And and um, after the end of his ride time, trying to get his license, you know, I said offered him a job and mm-hmm. and it was just because you can tell that he bought in to what i was selling yeah. right and then uh, a couple months later i was approached by aaron bailey who owned national property inspector inspections uh south richmond and he was ready to get out of the game mm-hmm. he wanted to go do something else but he had uh, a company um and in home inspections if you're a single person if i was always by myself or aaron's by himself there's yeah. really nothing to buy there Right? Okay. Because it's it's like people don't go to 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 three sixty because they go to Chick like they go to Chick Fil A, right? Yeah. You know, I, I like Chick Fil A. Doesn't matter where I go. Yeah. Um, most people don't even know what a home inspection is, yeah. let alone uh, yeah, brand recognition, it. right? <laughs> yeah. It's the individual. Uh-huh. So so it's hard to sell that, but because he had people, 
made it a worthwhile, at least, uh, opportunity to think about. Okay. So, uh, fortunately, me and Aaron uh, operated. There's a lot of differences, but there's a lot of similarities in okay. how we approach the business. Mm-hmm. And one of those is just who we surround ourselves with. And he has some really good guys. And mm-hmm. so while I didn't train them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't have any hesitation bringing them on board because of their reputation already. Right. Yeah. Uh, has there been some um, discussions and altering of sure, yeah. you know, that's with anything, mm-hmm. but well, like any, any, um, change merger. I mean, you got a bank merger, you got any company merger, even if you have a, a new supervisor that just mm-hmm. comes in at your job, there's going to be some leadership style changes. Yep. There's going to be some uh, processes that are different. Yep. And so how, how did you get around that type of uh, pushback and keep the cohesion? So, the culture, so right? before getting in business, uh, I spent five years in the Navy. And then I spent 12 years in the in a, in a, uh, a fire department, okay. uh, paid fire department, career fire department, whatever you want to call it. And oh, so you know a team, you know a thing about a team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and along with that is is the good leaders. Yeah, but it's also the bad leaders, right? Uh-huh. And, and you learn from both. Yeah, uh, and and the 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 bad leaders, and and you use that term loosely at times, is they come in and they want to put their stamp on it right away. And it's wholesale changes. Yeah. You know, we don't pack the hose this way anymore. Yeah. Well, why don't we pack the hose that way anymore? You know, right. uh, when I was on the flight deck, we had a, uh, uh, our called aircraft handling officer and it's an officer and, you know, officers rotate, right? Mm-hmm. He's a pilot by nature. Yeah. But he had, he had to do his different, different time and whatnot. And he's, he chose the flight deck and mm-hmm. he says, uh, we, we had 53 helicopters, you know, world's biggest transport helicopters. Right. And there's only one way you can park them. Right. Yeah. And he says, no, no, that takes up too much time. Park him this way. And he had like 80 years of experience saying, no, can't do that. <laughs> and he's like, do it. You know, this is how we're going to do it from now on. Mm-hmm. So the first time they put one bird into another and that's an expensive oopsie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you learn from that. So when, when we took over, you know, I needed to see one, what are they doing? Well, mm-hmm. what do they not do? Well, uh, they already had a good reputation. Okay. So, Part of it was just coming in and saying, hey, there's going to be some changes, right? Yeah. And the biggest change was two things. One, uh, we're switching softwares. Mm-hmm. They use a different software. I didn't like that software. Uh, it looked like it's from like the 1980s. Yeah. And and I like my software. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten business just because of my software. And So you're and, saying what that software produces, like what yeah, you're delivering to the, absolutely. To the customer. Absolutely. Okay. And so, and of course, anybody, people don't like change, right? Yeah. So, and that's a big change, mm-hmm. uh, especially because it's technology. Um, so changing software and then my expectations was everybody to have certain certifications. One of them being drones, right? We use drones mm-hmm. um, because I use drones because Gordon uses drones. My yeah. philosophy is that if I can do it, but I'm busy and you show up, you need to be able to do the same capabilities that I do, right? Not, hey, I can't, I can't see that because it's, it's you know, raining or old or wet or too high, and mm-hmm. and I can't climb up there today. Yeah, no, you know, and then, then you give a bad inspection. Exactly, because, yeah. exactly. So, um, those are the two biggest changes, yeah. right? Um, and other than that, it was just kind of letting see what happens, you know, mm-hmm. and then make tweaks along the way. Like, yeah. all right, well. Um, let's do this a little bit differently. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, we could have done it this way, but you know, let, let's do it this way from now on. And yeah. you just make little tweaks, right? Uh, because they still have an identity, right? Oh, uh, right? And you still need to leverage what's worked up until that point mm-hmm. of their identity. And the goal was, and is, and I told them from the beginning, I said, the goal is, and it's always going to be 
taking what you know and what you do and expanding on that, right? Yeah. And and building on that. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to be busier, right? And I've become I've been successful for certain reasons. So let's take those and implement them for everybody. So, but yeah, the biggest thing is just not coming in there with. With, yeah, just laying the hammer down yeah, and saying it's going to be my way. Yeah. We're going to change it. Exactly. Yeah, that can't kills the culture. That. I mean, you can, but, yeah. you know, all of a sudden you now I have, you know, a bunch of trucks and equipment that I can't staff <laughs> you on can't my drive own, them right? Off. So, uh, but once yeah. you once they see the success that's starting to take place, uh-huh. then that buy-in becomes greater, right? Okay. And then once you get that buy-in, then you can start making more changes, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all about getting that buy-in, that trust, yeah. you know? So if you don't have that and you come in through the door and you don't, especially if you make changes, you don't have the supporting documentation to support your changes, yeah. right? Like I'm doing it just because this I'm This is why, yeah. You know, and, or, you know, a long time ago, my wife worked for Penny's, J.C. Penny's, before she became a realtor. Mm-hmm. And Penny's... You threw um, me off. So I was like, I hope you didn't work for Penny. So. <laughs> yeah, right? um, and they, you know, their CEO left and they hired, I think, Ron Johnson from Apple, right? Yeah. And it didn't work out very well because uh-huh. he made all these changes. Well, he was very successful at Apple. But when you come he, in... He tried to, to apply the Apple... Right, right. But when you come philosophy. in, Jason, it's, it's just, I don't care what you did at Apple, you know? Yeah. We need to know what you're going to do here and how's it going to work, mm-hmm. right? Um, so even though you were successful someplace else, like, I don't care what you did someplace else, mm-hmm. right? Um that's, that's today's problem. You know, yeah. that's what, what are you going to do for me today? So there's a very delicate process that you got to, you got to handle that. Yeah. You, you talk know? about the Navy and that's one of the things and um, some of the bad leaders mm-hmm. and I was in the army. So mm-hmm. um, some of the bad leaders we had did exactly that. They would say, well, at, at my last duty station, we yeah. used to do this. Or yeah. when I was in command here, we did this. And I'm like, well, it's a different dynamic, you know? Yeah. So br- bring those ideas and bring that experience with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, find out what's working here yeah. and you know, analyze that and get some feedback, too, from, yeah. from the people that's working here. Yeah. And you got to, and like I said, you got to have buy-in. You got to have buy-in from, and they got to trust you. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's going to take time, you know. And, and once they start trusting you, then you start sharing some of those ideas to implement. And, and that's when it really takes off. Yeah. Right. So if if I come to you and, and I have all these ideas and, and things like that, I say, just do it. You know, mm-hmm. well. One, I don't even know who you are, right? Yeah. So everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. And, and I always go by the, the philosophy of, you know, if you're the smartest man in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? <laughs> so so me coming in doing wholesale changes, well, I need to figure out what works first. Yeah. You know, what's worked to get you to this point first, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and then go from there. But, yeah, you definitely got to have that trust and build that trust and have uh, before you can really just start taking a sledgehammer to everything. Yeah. You know, because, like I said, you're just going to have people just angry and upset and then, you got a company, but you ain't got nobody staff trucks, right? Yeah. So. It seems like you've done that right. I'm not um, obviously a part of the day-to-day, but I have you know worked with your team mm-hmm. on different projects and things like that. And it seems like y'all have a good thing going, a good dynamic. So yeah. what, what you're talking about seems to work. Yeah, I think it does. Um, you know, and, and part of that also comes down to when you make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, mm-hmm. Things are going to happen, uh, you know. And, and I've said this several times at our meetings and, and when we're talking, like, hey, we're going to do 12, 13, 14, 1500 plus inspections a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can't be perfect every day. Yeah. Want to be, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of factors in that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we had one recently and it just went sideways. Inspection went sideways, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and the inspector that was involved, uh, 
I didn't beat him up. Mm -hmm. I just say, hey, you know, this is the feedback there. He called me. Yeah. This is an issue. You're going to get a phone call, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so I at least he gave you the heads up. Uh, he did. Uh -huh. You know, we talked about it, and and I talked to the other party, um, okay. the agent, anyways, and the mm -hmm. agent, rock star agent. You know, super cool, super understanding. Um, mm -hmm. But there was very much a lot of learning involved there, right? Mm -hmm. Teachable moments for everybody, right? Yeah. And and I never once had to say, hey, you know. Um, pulling you off a truck or, mm -hmm. hey, maybe do some remedial training or yeah. anything. No, because they buy in to the point where I don't have to say anything mm -hmm. because when they know that I'm frustrated or disappointed, right, or aggravated or whatnot because of something that happened like that, they beat themselves up more than I ever could, yeah. right, because they care, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so... So it doesn't do me any good. And how many times have we seen that happen, right? You know, you screw up and, you know. Um, yeah, and they come down on you so yeah. hard. Yeah. 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 You know, to, you know, back to office space. You know, I, I yeah. got eight bosses. So when I screw <laughs> up, I get yelled at eight, eight different times. times yeah. You know? So it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't do anything, right? You uh -huh. know, it, so, so, you know, a couple of days went by. We had a meeting, team meeting anyways, coming up. And, okay. and you know, come came back to me and said, yeah, you know, could have handled it differently. You know, um, didn't even have to say anything, you know, like, yeah, you're right. We could have handled it differently. Yeah, you just know? Owned and, it. And, and we talked about that and we talked about it as a group because I, I tell those guys, you know, we win together, we lose together. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's not just about making changes, but it's also to be able to navigate those waters mm -hmm. because those waters are, are very uncomfortable. Yeah. When Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups, Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you get those phone calls, you know, right or wrong. Right, whether yeah. you know, and I, and I, you know, this situation, I said I can see where both sides were right. I can see where both sides were wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's talk about it and and let's work through it and and see how we can improve so it doesn't happen again. And very receptive and and to the point where, like I said, they were, you know, yeah, I can see that. After a couple yeah. of days, give us some breathing room, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's hard, you know, it's hard when you're the one in charge because mm -hmm. it's like I, you know, we were talking about before, you know, got that email. I can send a response right now. Yeah, but, but I should probably wait. I mean, let it simmer a little know, bit, yeah. and that way I can formulate my response. And the same thing happens with this kind of thing too. Okay, like, you know, yeah. I get that phone call. I was like, oh, man, you know, didn't need to go that way. You yeah. know, and it's easy to just pick up the phone and, and just start yelling. But yeah. you know, what? let's give them a few days. Mm. You know, think about it, and then let's come back to the table. Yeah. And when we come back to the table, it's yeah, that, that could have been different. Yeah, that's, you know? yeah, that's <laughs> so, a great approach. I'm I'm quite sure. Nothing was done, like you said, on both sides out of out of malice. No. So, so if you give it just a little bit of time, yeah. then you can come with, with it with fresh eyes, fresh yeah. ears, and you know temperatures of you know lower. Exactly, a bit. exactly. You know, have some time to process it. Yeah. Right, and that's that's the problem that I think a lot of times happens is that we don't allow times to process when mm. mistakes are made or yeah. when certain situations happen because most of the time we're still. You know that chemical reaction going on inside our brains or whatnot yeah. is still is still peaking, and we don't have the ability to process things yet. You know because right. we're still on that high. Whether 
you know, it's we're showing it or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's still there. We're still amped up to yeah. some degree. So we've got to let that process and marinate and and start replaying that in our heads, mm-hmm. you know, 15 times to, you know, okay, I can start seeing where, yeah. you know, I should have done better. Or I should have done this. I should have done that and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, handled that way, then a lot of times those problems work themselves out, you know, but going back to what you said, you know, the important part, and I'm lucky because I have guys that they care, right? Yeah, they do. Um, the bigger you get, mm-hmm. the the more likely you're going to get people that don't care, yeah, right? Uh, right. Or or you're going to have to get to that point where you say, you know what, it's just not working out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's important. A lot of people blow it off to get and establish, you know, your mission, vision, and values, mm-hmm. right? Your core values. A lot of people just put that as, you know. Uh, a tagline on their website or, yeah, and it, yeah. or on the wall. Or and whatever. never look at it again. Exactly. Yeah. But but when you're hiring people and trying to bring people in, even in this challenging market where it's hard to find the right person, yeah. uh, you, you got to go back to that and you got to establish it and you got to believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as corny as that sounds sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. this is, you start there and a lot of times you can kind of. So how do you find that balance? Because you're, you, you've got goals as a, as a company. Mm-hmm. And you want to grow to a certain point, but you don't want to lose that that branding. You yeah. don't want to lose that culture. You know, yeah. you want to have the right team fit. So do you have a point that you analyze things and say, look, I'm going to turn down business because, you know, for lack of better terms, all money ain't good money. Right. So yeah. you say, look, I'm going I'm to stop here because if I, I continue to grow, I got to hire more people that mm-hmm. may not fit the culture the way you want it to. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a hard place to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And and I talk to uh, Jeff Zelensky a lot, who owns Pest Now. Okay. Uh, and and Jeff uh, constantly reminded me when it was time for me to grow was you know nobody's going to do inspections like you do. Yeah. Right. And and that's a hard <laughs> thing to come to terms with. Like uh-huh. when it's ready to grow, and you go from by yourself to to that first step, the hardest thing to overcome is coming to terms with nobody's going to do it like me. Right. Yeah. And then when you get that phone call, I'm like, you know, well, so-and-so missed this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have missed that. Yeah. Right? Right. You know what I mean? yeah. Cause it wasn't me, you know? And like, you know what, I'm going to fire everybody. I'm going to do it by myself from now on, you know, but you can't do that. So, yeah. so sometimes uh, you do, you, you mm-hmm. got to take a pause. Like, you know what, we're, we're at capacity and mm-hmm. that's okay because the right person hasn't come through the door yet. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where we are right now. Uh, you know, I could hire somebody because we're probably about 80 to 90 percent booked okay. week in and week out. Yeah. And anytime you're 80, 90 percent booked, it's it's time to hire. Right. Um, mm. Because we're still doing a lot of marketing. We're still doing a lot of growth activities, mm. uh, a lot of brand awareness and recognition stuff to bring in more business that I know that we're going to have to turn away. Right. Yeah. But uh, but you can't hire the wrong person because you hire the wrong person that goes against what you've established and built and what you believe in as far mm-hmm. as the values and your vision and all that goes. Yeah. You don't get a home inspection too often. Right. So that, that client's first and maybe only yeah. impression of 360 is, yeah. is going to be what it is that day. Exactly. And we obviously deal with a lot of realtors, mm-hmm. uh, and and I know your wife's in the next room, so I'll say what I tell uh, most most people is that if it wasn't for realtors, this would be a really good job, right? <laughs> um, halfway joking, yeah. um, but there's seven, six to seven thousand realtors oh. in the Metro Richmond area, yeah. right? Uh, in order for us to be successful, 
I think I've narrowed it down that each inspector needs about 60 to 100 realtors feeding them, right, to stay busy. Okay. And those are some realtors that are very high-producing realtors mm -hmm. and some that do yeah. the average to below average yearly, right, mm -hmm. just to keep them fed, right? Mm -hmm. So 60 to 100, you know, there's four of us that's, that's licensed and doing inspections. So that's at a max 400, 400. realtors out of 7,000. Yeah. So now, uh, not only do we have the client, but we have a lot of realtors that's never seen us, never used us, never heard of us. Yeah. And the fir your first interaction is a bad one, right? Mm. And now I'm gonna go back to who I used before, right? Yeah. So, so it's very important to get that that right person and 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 get them to where you're comfortable on their own interacting yeah. with people because mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of a lot of good inspectors, right? Mm -hmm. Not a lot of good business people. Yeah. You know, so the customer service part of it or the interpersonal skills they may not have correct. because they spend a lot of time, well, you know, in different spaces of the house or on right. their own. But right. at some point, you've got to interact with that client. Exactly. And explain exactly. And and that's what I've stressed from day one when, you know, we when I bought out NPI and we all came together is is. You know, from start to finish, and I don't want you to miss anything, right? Uh -huh. The goal is not to miss anything major because we're all going to miss something. It's yeah. just the nature of the beast, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't every inspect every inspector misses something on every inspection? Yeah. And if they say they don't, they're lying or they've never done an inspection. You know, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the goal so is to, to look yeah, and the, but the goal is to never miss anything major, right? Mm -hmm. I said I don't care how you do it, I don't care how you get there, but it's the before and the after is what's important. It's that customer service aspect is what has made us successful. Right. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of inspectors out there, mm -hmm. you know, and and there's a lot of good inspectors. But like I said, and this is the same for real for realtors. It's the same for home inspectors, the same mm -hmm. for electricians. It's the same for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's it's are you a home inspector who happens to own a business or are you a business person who happens to be a home inspector? Yeah. And when you apply that mindset to it and then then your doors are going to open. Yeah. You know, your growth is going to it's going to go through the roof. Yeah. Right. That's a that's an amazing point, because if you're a, a business owner first, mm -hmm. it just happens to be that home inspections are your product. Absolutely. But you, you can plug and play that, like you said, with, yeah. with anything else and it could be any other product. Yeah. But the core values and yeah. the system should be the same. Absolutely. And this is why, you know, Ron Johnson being, you know who he was, you know, mm -hmm. still very successful, but this is why a lot of CEOs will go from Home Depot. Are you looking to buy or sell your home, but not quite sure if now is the right time? Well, contact Morgan & Co. and allow them to help you make that decision. Morgan & Co. is a leading, top producing company in Central Virginia. Contact Morgan & Co. today at 804-874-6806 or anytime, day or night, at www.morganandcorealty.com. Now back to the episode. Bo, to, you know, Kroger, yeah. to, um, you know, another industry that has nothing to do with the other ones, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not because they're they're experts in those industries, it's because they're approaching and they realize that they're approaching as a business, right? And, and the business that's made the, the principles and, and, and systems that's made them successful and the thought process made them successful can transfer, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if you're like, I mean, I could train anybody to be a home inspector, right? Mm -hmm. But I need you to be able to 
talk to clients. Yeah, it's what you can't teach. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and it's no secret. Any realtor that listens will tell you that they're, they, you know, they got the horror stories of, of the home inspector coming in. They're going, yep, need a bulldozer. You know, <laughs> like, no, no, no. you know, yeah. or yep, you know, house is falling down. Don't need to buy this house, you know, and just scaring the clients away. And, mm. and that's not our job, you know, so you've really, and you've got to be able, one of the most underutilized theories, mm. I think, that's out there is emotional intelligence. And that's okay. being able to understand uh, how I can talk to you versus mm. how I can talk to somebody else versus how I can talk to somebody else, right? You know, mm. uh, a small portion of it anyway. So, yeah. um, you know, because we've had people who the foundation was literally crumbling mm. and they didn't care. Yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah. as long as I didn't see any mice, right? Yeah. Uh, and I've seen people who the And door it's sometimes it's knowing that clients, like you said, emotional intelligence, but it's knowing their experience and comfort level. Exactly. Because once you've, you know, been through, if it's your, if you're a first time home buyer, it's yeah. gonna scare the crap out of you, right? Yeah. But if you've been through a few of these and you've you've seen some horrors, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I already know how to. I'm gonna approach that or fix yep. it. So all I need you to do is let me know that it exists. That yeah. that problem exists. I don't want it to blindside me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, but yeah, like I mean, we've had like I said. Um, doorknobs loose and yeah. it's it's I don't want this house anymore you know I mean <laughs> yeah. like I, well, I mean not that bad. <laughs> yeah I mean that's, that's that's the most we found you know yeah. it'll be okay so so yeah it's that's that's the part of that a lot of people fail at when they when they want to start on business because they don't realize it you know hey I'm really good at, at doing whatever it is that I'm I'm here for right mm -hmm. you know and there's best in the in the town best in the city best in the world right at what I do yeah. you know but if you don't understand that business side of things and that business side is very much a people side of things and, mm -hmm. and um anybody that really knows me will tell you, i don't like people right i don't like talking to people i don't like people well i guess um, i don't know you that well yeah. <laughs> i thought the complete opposite every no. time I've, every time i've ever interacted with you it's been you know joyful it's been yeah. fun it's been well that's because we talk about things that i'm interested in right? oh, okay. <laughs> so, what, what did you uh, like me because i'm i you can ask my wife. I don't really yeah. associate with a lot of people. No. I associate yeah. with who I associate with. Right. But outside right. of that, I'm not really yeah. a big people person. So, so understanding that, like, when I came to start a business, I, well, I got to talk to people, yeah. you know, and, and whatnot. But like I say, you just can't blow it off okay. because without that side of it, yeah. you don't have a business. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have you just doing some jobs, yeah. you know, and, and whatnot. And, and, yeah, that's fun for a while. And, and I think another another shortfall of a lot of people that start business is that mm -hmm. exit plan, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in crawl spaces when I'm 65. I can't. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, I probably could, but I don't want to, right? right. Yeah. Um, and nobody wants a 65-year-old home inspector. And that's not really why you start a business. Right. You know? So at some point, there's got to be um, where, where what's your exit plan? Is that me transferring out is that is that me building it to where i have successors and i can just take a step back yeah you know is that me building something to where i can sell it mm -hmm. uh, you know what does that look like you know but just me stumbling around until i'm done and then we all know about social security you know that yeah. ain't gonna be around forever no you know, the cost <laughs> of living's not going it, down any, it wouldn't help know. anyway exactly yeah. so um so what's what's your plan and 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 where do you see yourself because like i said you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people like that too you yeah. know in, in every industry um you know but so. it's good that you're even thinking that far ahead or that approach because some people get into it like you, you started this business you made a 
well, not when you initially started, but when you acquired the other company, mm. I'm sure it's a large capital investment. Mm-hmm. And you got to think far enough ahead, like, okay, I'm going to get this return back off of this investment, but also what's the exit strategy? Where am I going long-term and what do I, I see for myself in this business? Absolutely. You know, and, and that's where, you know, getting into like strategic planning mm-hmm. and, not that you got to pay somebody $15,000 to walk you through a strategic plan for your company, you yeah. know, but it's important to know. And that's, it's important to know where you want to be, right? Oh, right. And you got to figure out your systems and, and how you want to get there. And that's where your mission and vision come in at, right? Because your mission is where, who you are right now. Okay. You know, what are we trying to accomplish right this second? You know, yeah. That's our mission. But our vision is where do we want to be? Right. Mm. So our vision is and 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 the in-between, you know, what some people say your core values is how you're going to bridge that gap. So you have that for your company, but you gotta have that for yourself too. Like what's my really? vision? Where do I want to be at? Yeah. You know, what's what's the end goal? So on know? a personal level. Exactly. You gotta- yeah. Yeah. That way, because you just can't wake up one day like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do this anymore. Yeah, so you gotta yeah. run your life like a business. Exactly. A exactly. Like, at least have a, a pl- you know plans, goals, processes. Yeah. Even a budget. I mean, exactly. It really is a, exactly. Yep. You know, solitary company. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, and if you do it right, I mean, most people can see the business as a reflection of you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, if if you do it right, mm-hmm. so a lot of times they kind of you know. Inter, they're, they're interchangeable, you know, they're interwoven, I guess, you know, so uh, get your fingerprints all over it, yeah. you know, so to speak. So, um, but yeah, you really, you really got to, like I say, you got to have that exit strategy, you yeah. know, unless, unless you won't be one of those people that's going to be, you know, 70, you know, Clint Eastwood up there <laughs> still at 91 years out. old, yeah, still <laughs> acting, you know, yeah. not because, I mean, some people do because they just love to do it, yeah. you know, and, that, and that's cool. But it's good to know? not have to. Exactly. At least you had the plan. It's like, okay, now I'm doing it for the love uh, or the passion of what I'm doing. Yeah. Not because I have to and exactly. still maintain my lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. If I want to work two days this week, great. Great. You know, I want to work five days this week, that's great too. Yeah. Um, but the systems are in place that the company is still successful, right? Yeah. Um, because I've passed that on, whatever that looks like, mm. you know? So, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, I wish you the best. I mean, I love your company. I can't wait to uh, see you continue to grow and, of course, continue to keep working with you. Yeah, man. And if I could bend any realtor's arms and uh, make sure they work <laughs> with you, I definitely, I definitely will, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, I got something I like to do on every episode. Okay. So the name of the show is Success Leaves Clues Podcast. Yeah. So I like to point out a couple of clues that I picked up during our mm-hmm. conversation. And then I'm quite sure, you know, people who are watching or listening to the episode, mm-hmm. you know, they pick up their own things. Um, so, uh, one thing I picked up is you, you talked a lot about the team and the culture. Mm-hmm. And I think if you want to run a successful business, even if it's a business of, you know, one or two, you got to start with, you know, what you want to be seen as your brand yeah. and you got to, you know, develop a strong culture. Yep. Um, you, you talk about, um, also your processes. Mm-hmm. So you got to have good processes in place and, uh, you know, not be the uh, authoritarian <laughs> who's just going to say, look, this is my way or the highway. Yeah. But you want to have systems and processes in yeah. place. Um, so everybody, you know, even when they're out and you're not there, you know, they're doing the exact same thing because we got yeah. the same model, the same, you know, SOP. And, you know, everybody can just follow that checklist. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the, the other thing you're just talking about, um, just knowing where you're going as a person, you talk about the mission and the vision. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, super key to to have a vision, you know, you can't mm-hmm. just go, you know, haphazardly around and and, and think you're going to run a company. Yeah, you, know, you got to yeah. have, uh, 
you know, especially if you're going to lead other people. If you're going to yeah. lead other people, you have to have a vision so they can, you know, know who they're yeah. following. Absolutely, man, and that and that's key is is if they don't see what you see, yeah, then it's going to be clock in, clock out, go home, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if they if if they see and they buy in to where you're going, then they're going to put as much of themselves in it as you are, yeah, and and you want to get there a lot faster. So yeah, the mission, vision, values, all that stuff, man, that's that's critical. Yeah, yeah. Well, great. Appreciate your time, Sydney. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for man. coming on the show. And yeah. um, hope to have you back sometime. Absolutely, anytime. Right. And um, I also want to run over. I'll put something in the link for the description because I got to check him out. He's a podcaster as well. I love That's to right. have fellow podcasters <laughs> on the show. It's uh, I know it's a lot different being on that side. And, yeah, you know, getting interviewed. Yeah. And but it makes me feel like I'm, I'm important now, though. So you've been important. <laughs> I feel important. You came on. I was like, man, got him. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. No, thank you. All right. I want to remind everybody out there: if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Leaves Clues podcast. Be sure to follow Dr. K on Instagram at Dr. K Washington or the podcast page at Success Leaves Clues podcast. We'll see you here next time. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.